0: Just want to go back into devotion journey through Joshua. And, uh, I'm going to actually hit two chapters on this one. Chapter 19 and chapter 20. They are short chapters. So, um, I'm just going to kind of hit on two main points, a main point in chapter 19 and a main point in chapter 20. Chapter 19 is, uh, Joshua going back in the, um, giving out land, actually finishing up. Distributing the land amongst all the Israelites and just giving it all out. And then at the very end of, uh, chapter 19, verse 49, it says, After all the land was divided among the tribes, the Israelites gave a piece of land to Joshua as his allocation. For the Lord had said to, uh, said he could have any town he wanted. He chose Timnath, Sarah, in the hill country of Ephraim. He rebuilt the town and lived there. So here we look at a man named Joshua and we've been going through the whole book of Joshua and uh have learned a lot about Joshua, his character, how he's a warrior. He's a go-getter. He's a, you know, bold, courageous, nothing's going to stop him. And he's just a go, 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 go. And uh because he, you know, he knows the Lord fights for him. And so he is not scared. He's not fearful. He doesn't have a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind, which Christ has given us. And so with that being said, uh, that's not the main attribute or the characteristic of Joshua, I believe, that sets him apart. I believe it's this right here. It's so beautiful. Man, he is the leader. He is the main guy. He is all this. And, uh, through every bit of this land distribution, uh, distributing this land, Joshua places himself at the end. He gives his land, he gives land to everybody else first. He puts everybody first before him. And then at the very end, he then takes care of his need. He makes sure everyone else is taken care of. Uh, He's a man of integrity, a man of humility, of selflessness, uh, a, a true servant leader looking out for his people, his troops, not just himself. And that's what we need more in this life is people not looking out for themselves, but looking out for others with all this chaos going on in the world right now. It's because we're so caught up in ourselves. Wanting what we want, wanting our uh, justification, wanting our rights, wanting this and this and this. When we need to be focused on other people's needs, not just on our own needs. Um But not only that. He also says, for the Lord had said he could have any town he wanted. He could have anything. He could have had the greatest town there, but he decided to pick one that he had to rebuild. Man, a man of integrity. So it takes me to two different verses Philippians 2, 1 through 5. I'm going to read it real quick. Philippians 2, 1 through 5. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. In other words, Joshua had a Christ-like attitude. He was looking not only to his own interests, but he was looking to the interests of the people around him. Uh, he, he placed other people ahead of him. You know, today, don't seek out looking what you can do and how you can get yourself forward. But look how you can help others out. Place others above you. Jesus gave us this description in uh, in John 13 when uh, when he washed the disciples' feet. Verse 3 of chapter 13, Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything... And that he had come from God, and he would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. But what's so important right here, he got up and served the disciples. But you know why he was able to get up and serve The disciples is because he knew his position in God. When we truly know our position in God, we won't have to try to position ourselves in life. God will position ourselves. He said it in verse 3 Jesus knew. That the father had given him authority and that he came from the father. Jesus knew his position in the father. And with that being said, he could serve others because he wasn't trying to place himself in a position. He wasn't trying to place himself at a certain place. No, he was trying to place himself at the feet of others because Jesus Christ knew that his father had already positioned him. God said this. He said that he will he will um, humble the pride and he will exalt the humble. You know, the, uh, it, it says, you know, um, that a halted, that uh, pride comes before the fall. You know, pridefulness is where the fall comes from. You know, all that's going on right now in this world, it can be traced back down to a pride. You know, I want what I want. It's all about me. It's this, this, this. Why don't we get back to a place of serving others? You know, tr- quit trying to position yourself in life. Instead, know your position in Christ. So that's verse, that's chapter 19. Well, chapter 20, verse one and two, it says, the Lord said to Joshua, now tell the Israelites to designate the cities of refuge as instructed, uh, as I instructed Moses. In other words, here they are going into their promised land, but God still seemed fit to take care of the ones that were still messing up, the ones that were making mistakes, the ones that were running, hiding and everything else. He said, make cities of refuge. For those that are struggling right now. For those. Right here is those who accidentally killed someone. So they had to run. You know. With them making mistakes. With them you know messing up. You know God didn't strike them down. You know God was a God of compassion. No he gave a city of refuge for them to run to. When they messed up. You know they were able to run to God that's what we need to understand today y'all is when we mess up, God doesn't want us to run away from Him. God wants us to run to Him because He is our refuge. What does refuge mean? It's a shelter or protection um from danger or distress. It's our safe place um psalms sixty two eight says this psalm sixty two eight says "Oh my people, trust in him at all times." Pour out your heart to Him, for God is our refuge. He's our place of safety. He's our place of safety. Proverbs eighteen ten says this: "The name of the Lord is a strong fortress. The godly run to Him and are to and are safe." Listen. So first off, serve others. Don't try to position yourself. When you understand your position in Christ, you won't have to try to position yourself in life. So second part is listen. When you mess up. Man, God has placed a refuge, a fortress, a place for you to run for safety, not to run from, to bring your heart to. You may have messed up. You may have been struggling. You may have messed up this morning, last night, whatever the case may be. God doesn't want you to run from Him. God wants you to run to Him. He is your place of refuge. I'm getting ready to put on this revival this weekend. And, uh, man, so many people are hiding. And I'm not talking about physically hiding, but emotionally, spiritually, mentally, all the things that they've been doing, they've been hiding, hiding out because they're afraid of what if somebody knew any of this, they've been hiding out. But God said, no, I've given you a way out. I'm your refuge. I'm your fortress. I'm your safe place. We all need a safe place, man. I can be vulnerable in a safe place. My wife is my safe place. I can be vulnerable with her. I can let down my walls because I feel safe. God is your safe place. He's your refuge. So when you mess up or when you're struggling, don't run from him, but run to him. God's waiting on you. He is your way out. Listen, I hope y'all have a great day. If anybody needs to talk, message me. Feel free to uh, reach out to me. i love to pray with you and to talk with you. Hope you have a great day. God bless.